So um, this morning, uh, we would like to uh, invite us all into a day of exploring, opening to, wondering about, noticing, metta, goodwill. Friendliness. Perhaps I could just stop there. That would be perhaps enough of an instruction or suggestion for the day. Yeah, what would it be like to just continue in this process of showing up and the sense of friendliness? To walk with friendliness. Breathe with friendliness. Make mistakes with friendliness. Yeah. So if you like, you know, that could be enough. And really just let the rest of it kind of pass through like little birds flying through the sky. Yeah. No need to take up all of this and chew on it all day. And unless, and perhaps that would be helpful. To take some bones out there and gnaw on them a bit. So certainly for me, exploring this is an ongoing and, and very profound and sometimes challenging exploration in a number of ways. One way to understand what kindness is, or goodwill, or loving kindness. You know, we can hear the words and go, yeah, mm-hmm, okay, next. You know, know what that is. Do we really? You know, do we know? Experientially, directly. So part of what I want to offer this morning is some suggestions for... Uh, to help us to remember. I don't know how it is for you, but often for me, this quality, this sense of friendliness can feel quite obscure or distant or abstract or, um, you know, can't find it, can't receive it, mm. various kinds of maybe resistances or maybe not for you so complicated, but uh, yeah, I remember, I can remember sitting in this room on meta retreats, hammering away with the phrases and thinking, what the heck is this all about? <laughs> I don't get it, but I knew there was something very important in this, so I persevered. But what I've increasingly realized is it really is different for each one of us. And so this evening, I want to go a lot more into some more ways in, ways of connecting, ways of evoking, ways of cultivating, because there are many, many. So 
trying to get this balance between offering some clear suggestions for you to pick up and use, but also leaving it very open. And some of you may have a, you know, already well-established meta practice and you kind of know. So please feel it, feel free to, you know, continue doing what you do. And maybe some of what we say today will, you know, in the way just sort of fold in or like a little another little ingredient in there or something to just enrich what you're already doing. Um, I would also, you know, really like to place it in a longer term process in our life of um, befriending ourselves. Yeah, Pema Chodron, great Buddhist teacher, described metta or maitri in Sanskrit as unconditional friendship with ourselves. Mm. How would that be? It'd be pretty nice, wouldn't it? Huh. Or maybe not nice, that's the wrong word, maybe. Might be empowering. Might be healing. Might might be liberating. How would that be? How might that be? Unconditional friendship with ourselves. Which of course includes all beings and all experience. No separation. But very much on retreat, aren't we really, really come face to face with our karma? So talk about that word another time perhaps, but the sense of meeting our own mind and going, oh no, <laughs> what, you know, who, this, uh, this sense of, you know, unconditional friendship with this. Now I've got to sort it all out first. Then I'll be friends with it. <laughs> oh, good luck with that one. It'd take a while. It certainly has in my case. <laughs> so you don't have to wait. This is some of the really good news about this practice and this quality. You don't have to wait to be, you know, really good or better or not quite so bad. <laughs> like the weather, you know. Any weather, any any how you are. Right right now, right here. So one of the things that's been very important for me in learning about this practice, this process, this uh, challenge of uh, connecting with a sense of goodwill towards ourselves, towards others, towards life, um, is, is, is again and again learning, realizing, remembering that it is always accessible. So again, perhaps it's like, However we are, whatever situation we're in, and you know, perhaps like you've you've experienced yourself, you've heard of you know some very extreme, very challenging situations in which yourself or others have managed to connect with a sense of kindness, goodwill, love. You know, amazing capacity, 
amazing potential that we have, all of us, need to find a connection with the good-heartedness that we, sometimes I think, you know, without being making an essential anything, it's like when when we when we really drop down into a more uh, a less fabricated way of being, we might say, more simple. There's this there's this sort of good heartedness we can drop into. Just like oh, oh. You know, flap, 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 worry, 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 struggle, struggle, struggle. <sighs> you know, that simple, that immediate, that that accessible. So for me, I think that's what something I misunderstood at the beginning was I had to like sit there and say, you know, may I be well. And I just like maybe by the end of this retreat, I will have generated some of that great feeling, you know, and then I'll. So it's all postponed. It's all maybe then. And so the sense of meeting where we are, meeting where we are, what would kindness look like right now? What would that feel like right now? And, that, and letting that be a real question. You know, so many of these, it's like, I feel like I just want to pause for 10 minutes. You know, because I think I could have different answers in different times. And, and it can be very quiet. It could be the subtlest shift or movement. And it can even be something more like, just a little less aversion <laughs> or something, you know, just like, or something like, ah, oh, that just a little more awareness and presence with the grumpiness or the fear or the, you know, why don't they do it like this or what? just, so where we are being always, always with, with this practice of presence, of awareness, and of kindness. Here, here, now, now, as it is, as it is internally and externally. And so, um, many, many ways. Um, and maybe as we go along, we, we, we can begin to understand what Metta, goodwill is not, you know, it's not uh, uh, necessarily always being nice, you know, or being good, being polite. You know, I think it's interesting, some of the, what we might think of as classically called the near enemies and the far enemies. You know, the far enemies are kind of more obvious, just, you know, ill will, you know, hatred, just you know, aversion, this kind of... But the near enemies, the things that might masquerade, you know, or that sense I think so many of us can have that, you know, you're supposed to be nice. As you should. is a mask. If I look nice, if I look friendly, then, um, you know, it's like it becomes, it's like a defense against our vulnerability 
or our sense of God, blimey, you know, if they could really see all this, you know, stuff inside. So I'll just project some friendliness and <laughs> hope they don't notice. <laughs> I mean, and I know what it's so. It's interesting, you know, to perhaps for you today as you really explore this theme or the cultivation. You know, some of these more near enemies, or the the sentimentality, or the attachment, or that sense of of um, of oh, 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 well, I love what's what's what I like. <laughs> I'd be okay with the nice birds and the grass and the, you know, and then something unpleasant comes along. You know, like oh, you know, so there's just having that sense of there's something here very radical potentially very, um, yeah, very transformative, very, again, immeasurable, limitless. And I think one of the things I want to try and share this morning is the power of the imagination in this practice. And, you know, the Buddha would use similes. It's like this. And so I want to invite you again to play. I can offer some specific ones. It's like, what if, you know, as I said, what if I was just every moment, you know, meeting my experience of friendliness? What, what would that be like? So you just sort of not not to plan and create something, some image and perfection that I've then got to be, but like, oh, what would it be? Hmm, I wonder. Yeah, that could be. That could be good. Hmm. So that it it almost then in the in that very moment, you, your heart again the interesting perceptual shift even you know even without it in a way having got to the future and got there and it's already oh yeah you get a feeling that could feel good you're feeling that now (laughs) so it can be a a real support and opening a, a way in or a way of cultivating using our imagination what if so i do want to offer uh, some of some of that, some suggestions, but also you know you can find find your own images, you know. Um, and the, and the other thing is memory, and I'll talk about a lot more of these different ways in or ways of evoking this evening. But remembering is that really the meaning of mindfulness? The word sati. Is, is actually means remembering. And I think this is very relevant to the metta cultivations, like remembering, that kind of remembering, ali- realigning with, re- reconnecting. Oh, yeah, it was. It. So you can actually think of, remember times when you witnessed or you received or you, you heard about, you know, don't you know some stories? Again, I'll share a bit on that this evening, but it really, you know, you can bring it to mind or or perhaps bring it to heart. Um, and, and, And let that help to evoke or connect or support, because sometimes I feel like if we just do it cognitively, 
May I be happy? May I be yeah, Okay, I. Yeah, mm hmm. Well, okay, nothing much is happening. I just keep doing this, I suppose. They say that something will happen eventually if I just keep. Anyway, you can tell that's how it's been for me at times. And um, so, what's missing there? <laughs> Everything else. Yeah, heart, body, everybody else, the world, the trees, the birds, you know, it's like, ah. Oh. So, how to practice in a way where we are at least having the intention to, to practice with our whole being or include our whole being or... You know, again, maybe what if eventually it could include our whole being <laughs> and the whole world? And the world, in the Buddha's terms, such as this word loka, place, world, could also be understood to be our mind. So we're filling our mind, we're filling our world. Because where does the mind stop? Does it stop here? Or here? Or there? Immeasurable. Yeah, where's the edge? So in that sense, you could say just in terms of our own sort of perceptual field, but then who knows? Who knows? Where does it go? But also that sense of the context of our practice is, is, is wider, deeper, more inclusive. Uh, yeah, so there's uh, there's something again for you to play with. You know, it can be really like get very internal, rather isolated. I'm in here and I'm trying to find the meta in myself for myself. And oh God, there's all those people out there. Uh, yeah, we'll get to that later. <laughs> you know that we can we can we can have a wider sense. So again, you might play a bit with. Practicing while walking and with your eyes open, you know, with a very sense of a wide field. Um, or, you know, also to be very interior, you know, both are, are great. Both are really, really helpful, potentially, if maybe we can feel there's different modes, different that we can even shift, you know, in through the day. Um I don't think I'm following my notes at all, so let's see. Um, <laughs> I hope some of this is making sense and this is helpful. Um, so we use, we make use of imagination and memory, and we make use of what I've already touched on, which is a sense of our deeper longing, our deeper longings. Like, what do we really, really long for that perhaps we feel like? Um, you know, the heart's deeper longing for connection, perhaps for belonging, you know, for a sense of being unconditionally loved and accepted, which for so many of us, all of these can feel very compromised or partial or, you know, never really had. And that sense of the part of the power of this practice is that we can begin to realize the sense of that is already a potential it's all it's already like kind of here in our consciousness in our heart and that is a very very healing thing 
because nothing that happened in the past need really inhibit that. If we, we can begin to access and open to that here and now, again, whatever our circumstances and whatever our history and conditioning. Yeah, so great potential, great availability, but again, this balance, isn't it? Because we're also, we want to be really respectful for a sense of resistance or I can't or I just it doesn't, don't feel anything. I just feel like a big numb lump of clay. You know, and like always, always feeling, remembering to include the lump of clay. So you can always get wider, right? You can always get wider than any of these whiny, whiny, no, and I don't, and I want, and I can't, and I never have, and I never will. It's not fair, and why is it? Mmm, yeah. <laughs> Love, kindness, include, include, include. You know, this is wonderful. This is wonderful. When we can remember. Yeah, nothing need be outside of kindness. Again, saying, oh, quite radical, quite, quite amazing possibility. So, um, maybe I'll just pause. That's quite a lot, torrent of words coming at you. Hopefully some of them audible. <laughs> Um, I also always feel like I, I, I want to convey the spirit of this or the, the feeling, the felt sense of it and I know that doesn't work for everybody so again, images, concepts felt sense, arms waving you know, I hope something resonates um, but also that it really is I think quite an individual thing and so you know, to experiment, please, please, please do experiment and come to us, you know, in the groups and ask questions and, yeah, so that it can be alive. Again, I love this uh, that, that Zohar brought in of, of practice being alive. It's an alive thing. It's not like, a, you know, I don't know, like a big lump of rock you get and and kind of smash another lump of rock with. I don't know quite what that image means, but anyway, that's just came to mind. Um, so maybe that I'll just pause a bit and just leave a few moments for just to notice, just invite you to notice uh, anything that I've been saying that, that uh, resonated for you. Um, feel how you're affected and also please feel free to shift your posture if you want to sit on a chair or if you want to go back to the floor because I'll pause for a, a little while and then I'll, I'll, I'll go into some what I want to offer a kind of guided little sequence of suggestions for you to, to try out so please feel free to wiggle or move
So as I move through these little sequence of suggestions, I really encourage you as I pause between each one to just notice what calls, what resonates, what interests. Just, yeah, maybe what feels more pleasant, you know. So those may be clues about what would be helpful to pick up with. So first of all, again, very simple, settling into our posture and just taking a few moments to just simply acknowledge our experience. Just in body, in the heart, in the thinking faculty, just taking some time, very simple, direct, noticing. So secondly, staying with that and letting it just very gently deepen into something where there's some sense of welcoming or allowing, more fully allowing what's happening to be happening. 
We're still acknowledging what's happening, but just bringing in this slightly. Can I move? Can I? Yeah, completely allow. Just as a suggestion or a possibility, again, not a demand. This water. A gentle suggestion. Maybe accepting, just finding maybe a word or again something that's simply deepening or just adding a slight sense of friendliness or warmth to that being with whatever's happening. Just gently offering, offering that to the heart and just noticing what the response is. And at any time, feeling free to go back to a more simple acknowledgement of what's happening. And perhaps moving between the two, slowly, gently. It's a story from
from the Buddhist tradition of the wise cook who offers uh, the uh, the king, the queen, uh, some food, broccoli, cheesecake, potatoes, whatever, and notices what does the king or queen like. And the wise cook gives them what gives the the king, the queen, what they like. It's kind of what we're looking for. What does the mind, what does the heart respond to? So again, we can always come back to this, the first one, simply acknowledging. The second one, gentle suggestion of allowing, welcoming, friendliness. Just moving on into beginning to more actively engage the imagination with the question, what if? I just offer two questions which I will put on the board. Again, just to see, just again notice, notice what happens. And so, first one, how would it feel? to be in something where we felt completely met and received with all our complexities. How would it feel to be in something where we felt completely met and received with all our complexities? Just noticing any effect on the body, the mind, the awareness that feels even very slightly beneficial or pleasant. Just noticing that can be quite subtle. And maybe you find your own question from your own deep longing from your own from your own heart 
question. It's been helpful for me. It may not be for you, but again, arises from that deeper longing or one of them. What would it feel like to be completely loved and accepted just as I am right now? What would it be like to feel completely loved and accepted just as I am right now? making room for any any responses whatsoever emotions or thoughts or memories just really widen and include it all and come back to the question again at some point what would it be like to feel completely loved and accepted just as i am right now. feeling free at any point to return to the more simple acknowledgement of our experience or the suggestion of welcome or allowing mm. moving through these different modes in our own way in our own time
So, and then the next suggestion, number four, moving, making more uh, use of our, our visual imagination. or memory, but imagining sometimes being in a particular beloved place. It might be here, but it might be what you imagine or remember of here. Again, we can be playful, we can be inventive, allow our minds to to offer us something beautiful and helpful or it might be the image of a cool lake or more the memory of being in a cool lake or it might be being with a particular beloved being or animal real or imaginal, archetypal or someone we've heard of or someone in our life. We can imagine, when we imagine being with them, can feel the heart smiling (laughs) or opening or just, again, we can experiment an image I love from the Buddha is imagining metta like soft rain falling onto hard earth softening, soaking in Gradually, So just recapping before I go to the last part, remembering we can always go back to number one, just simple acknowledgement. Non-aversion to experience 
or that intention or that that interest. The second one to just gently bringing in a suggestion of welcoming or allowing. The third one, a question that perhaps opens up what would it be like if, what would it feel like? And the fourth one, perhaps more uh, ima- imagining images, memories that can evoke. And lastly, I just want to say, just invite a little bit the sense of allowing other beings to come to mind. So there might be again a period in your practice when just opening to a sense of others, either people here or people remembered maybe friends, and seeing who comes and spending some time with somebody, bringing them to mind, and in a way, either simply bringing them in to this kind presence that we're generating together. Just bringing them in and kind of letting them be with us and letting them to benefit from whatever they might feel or be touched by in terms of the friendliness, the allowing. Yeah. So that can be just the imagining, sensing that person sharing with sharing with them the this kind presence. And perhaps we can bring in phrases and words, if that feels helpful, which it really it really can at times, or for some people. So, for ourselves or another, may I be well. May you be well. May we be well. May I find peace. May you find peace. May we find peace. May I be happy. May you be happy. May we be happy. So again, for a few moments if you wish, just either with the phrases or just picturing somebody, somebody you would like to bring in, maybe share some of this um, good energy, good-heartedness that we are finding and honoring here. May you be well. May you find peace. May you be happy. 
perhaps as we come towards the end of this period together, just that sense of opening, letting go of any specific beings and letting our mind, that sense of the mind opening in all directions, open, limitless, without edge, without measure, a sense or intention to allow the goodwill that is here to radiate out through our bodies and minds into the entire world for the blessing, for the benefit of ourselves and of all beings everywhere, without exception. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.